are you? Like, genuinely, how the heck are you? I am Cassidy Quinn, and this is Mentally Together. Because whether you can see it on the surface or not, we are all, like all of us, are just trying to keep ourselves mentally together. And no matter what your brain is experiencing, we are not alone. We're together. And I know all of that sounds so cheesy because I feel like when you try to distill some big, beautiful, important idea into like one sentence, it always sounds really cheesy. And to me, it doesn't like hit, like really hit until I need to hear it. Like just the phrase, you are not alone. I didn't really understand how impactful that can be or just how important it actually is for us to all realize that we are not alone until I was at a moment where I really, 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 really felt alone and sad and isolated and felt like I was the only person out there that could understand what I was feeling. And then, as I remind myself, oh, wait, there are actually other people that might get it, other people going through the same thing or something similar, or at least somebody that I can talk to and they'll just say, yeah, it sucks and I'm sorry. So if you are feeling like that right now, if something happened to you in your life that really sucks or your brain is telling you that you suck and you just feel like everything sucks, how many times I'm going to say the word sucks on the podcast? We're still in the intro here, but I just want you to know that you are not alone and it's not like I'm sitting right next to you to be able to give you a hug or it's not like I know everything about you so I'll know the exact right thing to say to you right now that makes you light up and go, oh my gosh, yes, I'm important in this world, but I want you to know that you are important in this world and that people do care about you. And if you feel like nobody cares about you, you're just wrong. I don't like telling people that they're wrong unless it's about that, because you do matter to the world. You are important. You are loved. And if you don't feel like you have anyone that loves you in your life, the people are out there. They are out there, including me. Okay. I love you. Uh, this kind of ridiculous sweater that I'm wearing right now that I've determined is my new Christmas sweater. It's my mom's sweater. Fun fact. Uh, This sweater also loves you and it has a lot of love to give because look how sparkly it is if you're watching the video version. If you're listening to the audio version, just imagine all the glitter in the world being thrown at you and that is how beautiful and sparkly you are. Am I making any sense right now? I love you. That's all. That's all. So the point of me saying all this is to lead into this episode where we are talking about how to keep it mentally together during the holidays. Because yes, it is the season for it being cold, it being snowy, if you live somewhere where it snows, it feeling festive and cheery and celebratory, or not. Not at all. I know for me, last year, after my mom passed away last year in August, the holidays last year sucked. And I knew they would suck because the holidays was something that I love to celebrate with my mom and with our whole family. And so without mom, it just didn't feel right. And I know that's how it will be forever. So last year, I was just totally dreading the holidays. This year, I'm not dreading them, but the excitement isn't there. There's no, like, angry excitement. Like, there's no part of me that's upset that other people are really excited about the holidays. This year, last year, there was a bit of a, how can they be so happy when my life is so sad right now? 
little holiday angst. This year, that's not there as much. It's just more of a quiet, I don't really want to do a bunch of festive celebratory things. So I'm being more selective and also just leaning into that it's a cozy time of year, that it's a time where I can put a fire in my fireplace, cuddle with my dog and my partner and watch snow fall outside because we moved a few months ago. I haven't mentioned that. We moved to Hood River, Oregon, which gets a lot more snow than Portland, we have learned, because it's snowed at our house like two feet the past two weeks, which we were not expecting. Uh, But it's so nice and cozy. And so I'm leaning into that part of the, quote, holiday season, aka the winter. But I have realized through talking to people, through being on social media, through listening to other people's podcasts also, that... There might be or there are a lot of people out there who aren't quite feeling festive, whether it is specifically this year for something that happened this year or whatever is happening to you and your brain and your body this year, something that happened previous years, or you're just not excited about the holidays. That is fine, too. So this year, I've been thinking a lot about how I want my holiday season to go. Because last year, it was just rough. It was all overwhelming. So it was kind of just like, let's get through every day as it comes and not try to overthink it or plan too much because we just got to get through it. This year, we're going to get through it, but I do have a little bit more bandwidth to actually think about it and be intentional. Like, how do I want to spend this season and how do I not want to spend it? So I've been thinking about some strategies for keeping myself mentally together, which some apply to all year. Some apply specifically to this time of year. And some you might relate to. Some you might be like, whatever, I'm not doing that, or that is not helpful to me at all, Cassidy, and that is totally fine. But I thought I would just share some of the strategies that I've been thinking about and trying to put into action. Some of them are like taking away action, like I said, leaning into the cozy season, (laughs) and share them with you in case they might be helpful. And then I would love, love, love for you to share any of your strategies and tips and tricks. (sighs) Tips and tricks, no. We are talking about getting through the holidays. We're talking about human things and emotions and feelings, and I feel like tips and tricks is just not the word I want to use for that. So, but strategies also sounds very, like, businessy. I don't know how I want to say that. (laughs) Ways to cope. That's what I'll say. These are ways to cope of mine. These are ways that I am going to cope getting through the holiday season this year. Wow, can you tell it's been a while since I recorded a podcast? (laughs) So some of these are going to be just general for the whole time of year, and then some of them will be more party or just socializing in general specific, because that is something that stresses me out, but I also feel like I want to do because I like my friends and I like my family and I like seeing people and talking to them, but sometimes it is a lot. So we're going to cover it all. (laughs) So my first strategy for keeping it mentally together through the holiday season is just to remember that, that this is a time of year. It's a season. Every day is just one day that you get through, then you get to do the next day, and the next day, and the next day, until someday you don't get to do the days anymore, but we don't need to think about that right now. The point is getting through these days. (laughs) 
Wow. But yes, there are stories and history and traditions behind all of these different holidays that we might celebrate around this time of year. But the actual celebrations, like giving a bunch of presents, getting a bunch of presents, throwing a huge party, decorating your house with all these fancy lights and different colorful things, singing a bunch of holiday-themed songs. None of these things are actually on some list of, like, you are not honoring this holiday if you don't do any of these things, just for the record. You also have a choice not to honor any of the holidays. Like, I feel like everyone kind of gets pressured into celebrating Christmas, but then there's just Hanukkah hanging out, being awesome. I was raised half Jewish, so we do celebrate Hanukkah in our house. But, like, nobody ever gets forced to celebrate Hanukkah or assume that you'll even, like, know that it's the first night of Hanukkah, which is coming up this Sunday, December 18th, in case you're listening to this before then and you're just curious. Happy Hanukkah. And then New Year's. Like, New Year's is also included in this holiday season, clearly, and that is one that has always stressed me out a lot because it seems like there's all this pressure of, like, the way you're going to end the last year is how you're going to... Or what? What is it? The way you start this year is the way you're going to finish it or something. I don't know how it goes. (laughs) But the point is, someone just made up those words someday, and they don't actually mean anything. How you spend New Year's could be how you spend the whole rest of the year, or not. For me, if I go out to a party and I'm dressed in all sequins and I'm drinking champagne, I'm allergic to champagne, so that does not happen. I'm wearing a party hat and I'm making party noises or whatever. That does not mean that the rest of the year I'm going to be like that. It means that the rest of the year I'm still going to be in sweatpants on my couch, leaning into cozy season until it's too hot out for cozy season. And then I'm going to be outside laying on my lawn in sweatpants or shorts, maybe. But yeah, sure, another year is starting on December 31st when it hits midnight, turns into January 1st. It's 2023. Magic. Boom. You made it to a new year. Congratulations. It doesn't mean that you have to have all these goals or that you have to change or that there has to be any pressure at all. Unless you want pressure. Like if you have decided, okay, next year, I really want to set this goal and this intention for the year and make it happen. Cool. But put the pressure on yourself. Don't let anybody else put that pressure on you. There's just so much pressure this time of year, and then it bleeds into the beginning of the next year, and I just, I'm sick of it, so I don't want you to have to feel it, or any of us to have to feel that, because there is enough pressure out there in the world. We don't need to just, like, mount it on at a specific time of year, you know? Now, my second way of keeping it mentally together during the holidays is to hang out with people who are on the same level as you. So if you're feeling super cheery and you want to go sing Christmas carols around your neighborhood, find a group that wants to go sing Christmas carols around your neighborhood. But if you are feeling really sad and lonely, maybe find somebody else who's feeling really sad and lonely, whether it's for a similar reason to you or a totally different reason than you. And maybe it will feel nice to spend some time together and just be sad. For example, last year, when it had only been a few months since we lost my mom, I was not excited or feeling any kind of festive around the holidays. And I hung out with one of my good friends who had lost her dad a little bit, maybe a couple of months before we lost my mom. And it was 
so nice to just hang out. And I think we like colored in some coloring books and we watched some TV and our dogs played together. And it was so nice because we just got each other and we didn't even have to talk about like why the holidays were going to suck and why we weren't feeling cheery. There was just a lot that went unsaid that didn't have to be said that we could just be there for each other in the same room. If we wanted to cry, cool. If we wanted to talk about fun things, but know that there was all this sadness under the surface, great. But we didn't have to put on a front and pretend that everything was great. And I think some of that pressure to be cheery and have fun around the holidays comes from the people that are around us and feeling, or the people that we're looking at on social media and we're like, oh my gosh, they're all all these parties and they love being at parties. What's wrong with me? I just want to be at home cuddling with my dog. First of all, I tell myself, get off of social media if it is making you feel bad, but also for the people that you're with in person, just be around the people that are feeling similarly to you and don't feel like you have to match your energy or excitement levels to anybody else. Because like I said, you are not alone and that means there are people down at your level for better or for worse, meaning I, it's not like I want to think, oh, if I'm feeling really sad, it makes me feel great to know there's so many other sad people in the world. No, but if I can find some of those sad people and we can be sad together, it helps me at least. The next strategy for keeping it mentally together during the holidays is to take time for yourself and to yourself. I, this one might have taken me the longest to learn, and I'm still figuring it out as I go. But I have learned that if I take even just a couple minutes to, whether you want to call it meditating or not, just sit, mostly still, it doesn't have to be totally still, sometimes with my eyes closed, sometimes with my eyes open, if closing them is making me feel anxious at that time. And just breathing for even, like setting a timer on my phone for two minutes before I'm doing something that is making me feel anxious or even something that's not, but just like, okay, I'm going into this thing. Let's take two minutes to pause. It's kind of like a transition time and also a way for me to check in and go, hmm, what thoughts are popping up? How am I feeling about this? And if I'm feeling way too overwhelmed about it, can I skip it? Can I get out of going into the door to that party? Can I get out of whatever this thing is? Or what do I need in this moment? Like, how can I support myself and how can I get through this in a way that feels good or at least okay to me? But when you think of meditating, you might think of sitting still for an hour and having zero thoughts pop up in your mind. It can be that, but if you're a human, which if you're listening to this, that's probably the case, your brain comes up with thoughts and things are always going around. So that is totally normal. And so the idea with meditating, for me at least, is to notice the thoughts popping up, see what's coming up, pay attention to them, or just let them float away. Like, trying to think of a holiday metaphor, like Santa Claus. He just flies over each house, gives the presents, goes down the chimney, whatever he does, and then he flies away. He doesn't stop to think too much about it. He just goes on to the next one, on to the next one. So think of your thoughts like Santa Claus <laughs> or like the Hanukkah 
armadillo. I don't know what the Hanukkah armadillo actually would do in this metaphor scenario, but maybe I made a point. I don't know. But for a long time, I didn't do those check-ins on myself basically ever. And so I was just going, 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 next thing, next thing, next thing with no transition and no like buffer. And so having that little buffer, whether I have 30 minutes to sit and meditate or two minutes setting the timer on my phone, it really helps me. So this year, what I am intending to do is to have a little check-in with myself before going to any kind of socializing after going to any kind of socializing to see how I'm feeling afterwards and see what I need then, but also during the socializing. You know how you might be at a party and you have to go to the bathroom, right? It happens unless you're just extremely dehydrated. So you go to the bathroom. Usually you don't even tell anybody, I'm going to the bathroom. No one wonders when you're gone for five minutes, where did she go? I wonder if she's in the bathroom. I mean, maybe someone wonders, but that means, I think, that if you take five minutes to sneak off into a different room in wherever the party is and just breathe to yourself for a minute or go outside and breathe for a couple of minutes, no one will probably notice also. <laughs> and also, if they do notice, it just tell them what you're doing or make up an excuse if you're uncomfortable with that and it'll be okay, most likely. But yeah, there's no like party rule that says that you have to stay there in that room with everybody for every minute of said socializing event. Like for me and my social anxiety, that can get very overwhelming after a while. So sometimes I need to just step out for a minute just to kind of slow down and then I can go back into it a little renewed and figure out how I want to go about it from there. Or if I just want to leave in the middle that's fine too. Oh, but that goes into our next strategy for keeping it mentally together during the holidays is you are allowed to leave a party or any kind of event whenever you want to. I mean, I'm sure there are scenarios where you're like the person of honor and if you're not there until that moment when they honor you, that might be kind of rude. But also, if you really need to get out of there, tell somebody and I'm sure they will understand. But if the party is not like revolving solely around you, which if it's a holiday party, it's probably not, <laughs> then you can leave whenever you feel like it. And you don't have to have an excuse, but if you need one, here are a few. I need to get home to let my dog out. Oh no, I forgot. I left some cookies in the oven and the it's going to burn my house down. I'm getting up really early tomorrow for insert whatever kind of reason you want to here. And if you don't even want to go to the party in the first place, just tell them you're snowed in. Unless you, like, live in California or Florida or somewhere where there's definitely not snow, maybe come up with a more believable excuse. But you don't need an excuse to not go to a party anyway. If you don't want to go to some kind of holiday event, you don't have to go. Like, be nice about it. If it's someone that you're really close to, they will understand if you talk to them and say, I really i am feeling super anxious or depressed or sad about my mom or whatever it is, if if you feel comfortable being honest about it, be honest and tell them why you can't come. But otherwise, it's okay to not go. And that's another one that I'm trying to learn still because it's really hard to say no to things, especially when then if you don't go to something and then you're at home and you're looking at people's Instagram stories and they're out having fun. And you're like, why didn't I want to do that? But then I remind myself, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> 
Like I actually didn't want to do that. And I'm happy here leaning into cozy season once again. Another strategy for keeping it mentally together through the holidays that I started doing last year is before I go into a party, if I need to get pumped up, need to get in the mood to socialize, need to wake myself up, I have come up with a playlist on my phone of songs that get me going and I just basically have my own little karaoke party in my car before I go into the party. Last year, (laughs) I did this. I got to my friend's house. I sat outside in the car, outside of her house. I'm pretty sure other people going to the party like walked by me and probably saw me, but whatever. Now my anxiety is going to make me think about that again. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) But I was just rocking out in my car, singing as loud as I could to myself. Now my anxiety is thinking about how it was probably loud enough for the people walking by to hear me singing to myself. Whatever. That just helps me, like, get in the mood to go talk to people, to get excited, and to feel a little bit of joy, because I need that when I'm trying to go be a human out in the world. (laughs) And speaking of joy, another one of my strategies for keeping it mentally together during the holidays is to wear something that brings you joy and or comfort. So right now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I am wearing One of my mom's old sweaters, I've been going through some of her clothes, which is really, really difficult, but also brings me a little bit of joy because I get to have her with me. Like right now, I have my mom was the last person who wore this sweater before I was wearing it, and so now I get to wear it, and it makes me feel really good, and it also makes me feel festive a little bit because it is very sparkly and shiny. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, just know... I'm blinding you with sparkle right now. (laughs) But I know I personally sometimes get stuck in a loop of what should I be wearing to this socializing thing? What is the dress code? If there's a dress code, okay, I guess follow the dress code to be respectful. But if there's not, then there's not. And it doesn't matter what you wear. So wear something that makes you feel good and maybe makes you feel comforted and brings you a little bit of joy. And maybe that is wearing some super bright colors because that makes you feel happy, or you are just going to wear black because that makes you feel happy. That's cool too. Or wear something that has some special meaning to you, whether or not you want to share that meaning to anyone. I will probably tell anyone and everyone who asks me about the sweater or compliments me about the sweater that it was my mom's because that feels nice to me because it feels like I'm like sharing my mom with other people, but it can also just have a secret private meaning to you too. But for me, if I'm wearing something that is doing that, bringing me joy and comfort, then it just makes me feel a little bit better the whole time because I can at least go, okay, I'm being held by this nice whatever it is. Or like I go into the bathroom to take my little moment to breathe to myself and I look in the mirror and I go, oh yeah, look at that fun thing I'm wearing cool. Also, if you are wearing something that gets attention in whatever way for being unique or sparkly or colorful, that is the easiest automatic conversation starter. So if you have some social anxiety like me, and sometimes you don't know what to talk about with people when you're trying to do the whole like small talk thing without just like going super deep, (laughs) because clearly I like to do that in conversations, um, just having someone notice, oh, wow, where's that sweater from? Oh my gosh, I love your outfit. That's amazing. It's easy. It's an easy chat. (laughs) 
But on the subject of social anxiety and being anxious about talking to other humans for long periods of time, here is, I think, my final for this episode strategy for keeping it mentally together through the holidays. And that is something called observer mode. This is a strategy that I was given right here on this podcast last year from a wonderful therapist in Portland named Allison Diana. And we were talking about the pandemic, quote, ending. It's still not over. It's basically never going to be over. But the point is, you know, people were getting back in person with things and there was starting to be more socializing and big events. And that was and still is very overwhelming for many of us. And so I asked her for some of her advice for us socially anxious people. And I loved this tip so much. And it is something that I have used in the past year since I learned it. And she did such a good job of explaining it to me. So I'll just let her tell you. Here is therapist Allison Diana talking about observer mode. So I think that what's important is just to sometimes go into that. I'm going to be an observer. So when I'm feeling social anxiety and I'm in a group of people and I feel like, oh, I don't want to have to be the extrovert. I don't want to be making the conversation. Like I just don't have the energy for that. So I will choose to go into observer mode. I'm going to be like a sponge who's like processing what other people are saying. Like I want to like observe the dynamics and I'm going in not like egocentric and not with like, I need to have this sort of amount of attention or this story that I'm going to be telling and more like I'm going, I'm like quieting down. That for me helps a little bit. I know that could feel uncomfortable too. Cause it's like, if we're not talking then that can create anxiety. But what if everyone goes into observer mode? <laughs> everyone's like, all yeah, of my friends cannot listen to this podcast because I get to be the one that goes into observer mode. <laughs> and now we are back to me, Cassidy in 2022, where I'm still going to use observer mode (laughs) this holiday season, and also not just during the holidays. I am a person, you probably imagine, who talks a lot and therefore is known to my friends as being the one who talks a lot. And sometimes I don't want to talk a lot. And it's okay if you want to just be quiet. No one will think you're weird. Or if they do, fine. Maybe you are. I'm weird. (laughs) Proud of it. But just like we talked about, you can't, but just like we talked about, you are allowed to leave a social situation for a couple of minutes and just take a moment to yourself. You can also stay in the social situation and just listen, just be present for the other people and not feel like you need to put anything out there all the time. Okay, I think those are all of the strategies I have to share with you in this episode. And again, I don't like using the word strategies because it sounds so businessy and formal. I guess the better word is just reminder because these are all reminders for myself of ways that I want to go through and make it through this holiday season and really the whole year all the time. These are all intentions I can take into 2023. Even though, again, January 1st is really the same as December 31st. It does not matter. It does not matter. But these are things that make me feel better and help me get through days and interactions and all the feelings and emotions that come along with it. But I would love to hear what helps you get through this season, keeping it mentally together. 
What are you going to try to do this year that maybe has worked for you in the past or new things you're going to try that you're like, ooh, this is going to make the difference. So let me know whether you want to send me a DM on Instagram. Our podcast Instagram is Mentally Together Pod. You can tweet me because some of us are still over there on Twitter watching it burn <laughs> at Cassidy Quinn. If you are watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment there because we do put the video episodes up on YouTube when I'm doing podcasts. By the way, apologies for not putting out an episode for so long. I needed a break. <laughs> Just too much stuff going on, and that's okay. Trying to not beat myself up for it, but one of my intentions for the new year is to get back to regularly posting these episodes of Mentally Together. I have a few that I've recorded that just haven't made it out into the world yet, and I'm excited. I have a lot of people that I want to reach out to to record more episodes. I really do love doing this podcast and having these conversations. Uh, it's a really good outlet that feels really good for me, and I I'm excited to do more of it. So don't take my absence for the last a million days as meaning that I'm not going to do this anymore or that I don't like doing it because I love doing it. I love talking to you. I love you. You're a wonderful human. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for consuming this wherever you are, whatever time of year it is. I hope that the holiday season is gentle for you this year. That's what I'm trying to lean into. Gentle and cozy and relaxing might be a bit of a stretch. But as relaxing as is humanly possible and as fun and exciting as you want it to be. <laughs> doesn't have to be fun and exciting if you don't want it to. And again, if you are not feeling cheery, not feeling festive, that is okay. I mean, it sucks if, if you're wishing you felt more happy this time of year, then I'm sorry. But it's okay. And you are not alone and we will get through this season, and we will get through the next one, and the one after that, just taking it one day at a time, one party at a time, because I go to so many parties, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. What am I doing here? I think I will stop it there. Thank you so much for just being in this world. The world is happy to have you in it. I will see you next time, which will probably be in the new year, right here on Mentally Together. And in the meantime, do something that feels good for yourself today, whether it's taking a walk outside with your doggo, getting some vitamin D. I should probably do that now before it gets dark outside when I'm done recording with this, or put on a sparkly sweater, something that makes you feel good, sing along to some of your favorite music, make a warm cup of tea and just snuggle up on the couch under your coziest blanket whatever will make your day just a little bit better because remember like i have said multiple times today we are all just trying to keep ourselves mentally together mentally together is produced hosted and edited by cassidy quinn in collaboration with Koba FM, a podcast network that is all about community, baby.